Ah, you're doing that. Wait, should I move my... Maybe that's a little better. Ah, you're doing that. Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daf Lamed, Daf 30 of Mesech Sota. Friends, friends, truth is, we're learning Daf 30, but I'll tell you honestly, my plan, first of all, we have to do like a whole bunch of Chav Testament base. And um, my plan is really to get to the end of the parak on Daf Lamed Aleph, Aleph. So not only is this a very challenging Daf, we're also going to do about a daf and a half. That, that, that's at least the plan. I'm going to be exhausted by the end of this daf. Friends, take out your brains for this daf. I can't guarantee it's going to help, but um, it's a doozy. But at the end of today's daf, we're done with Tumintaira, uh, you know, as far as I'm aware. So that's good. What did I get up to? Oh, did I? Oh, that's cool. Tomorrow's daf, I guess it's like a whole parak. All right. Anyways, um, you ready? Let's do it. Two minutes. Should I just do a Babylon first? One sec. All right, Babylon complete. Hopefully, there won't be too many sunflower people outside, and we can go right there. Oh gosh, wish us luck. All right, here we go. Two minutes. Okay, the first testament base. About ten lines into the page. Tanya, Om Ribiosi says Ribiosi minayin la rivii ba kodesh apostle. Bara 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 bara. Okay, I'm gonna be doing some kavachomers today. Gonna to have to use you know, use brain a little bit. Says Reb Yosi, "Minayin l'Ravi b'Kodesh Apostle." How do we know that there is a concept of a Ravi l'Tuma when it comes to Kodesh uh, to to Korbanis, and that and and it ends there, right? That it ends at a Ravi. How do we know this? So Vidinu says Reb Yosi, it's logical. Kipurim is like, for example, Yavazov. 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 And he's, um, and he's, oh, you know what? This week's parsha is Tazriya uh, Mitzora, at least when I'm uh, recording. So, Mitzora. Uh, at the end of, uh, when he's done with everything, he goes to the mikvah. And then, although I feel like Mitzvah is a little bit more complicated because then there's like, there's like more steps. All right, let's go back to Zav. Zav, Yava Zav. And he's done being a Zav, right? He saw Ziva three times. And then um, he was a Zav Gadol, a big Zav. Excuse me, Babylon. So he was a big Zav. And he was a big Zav. And, oh, so then after seven days of not seeing any more Ziva, so he's done being a Zav. He goes to the Mikvah. And then after he goes to the mikveh, he's a tvul yom for the rest of the day. Um, he can't eat truma for the rest of the day. He obviously can't eat korbanus either. Comes nightfall, he's then able to eat truma at that point, but he still cannot eat korbanus until the next morning, the next day when he brings the korbanus that he has to bring. At that point, he can now eat um, 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 korbanus too. So now... Um, in that, that final interim period, after he's gone to the mikveh and after nightfall, right? After he's gone to the mikveh, he's a tvul yom. Nightfall, he's no longer a tvul yom, but he hasn't yet brought his korbanus yet. Until he brings his korbanus, he's what's called a mechusr kippur. Ho, ho. So now, um, so, so, so my mechusr kippurim, says Rabbi when it comes to mechusr kippurim, shemutr bitruma, as we just said, that mechusr kippurim is allowed to eat truma, right? He's no longer a tvul yom. It's nighttime already. He's no longer a tvul yom. He can eat truma. Apostle by Kodesh, but he can't eat Kodesh. He can't eat uh, Korbanus. A Shlishi. Shepostle Betrume. So a Shlishi. Who, uh, that, that a Shlishi, when it comes to, to Trume, it's Apostle. Right? There's a Shlishi by Trume, and it ends there. It's Apostle when it comes to Trume. And Udin, who? Sheyaisi Revi by Kodesh. So certainly, we should learn out Revi'i. Uh, right, right, that, right, that there's a concept of revi'i by Kodesh, right? Meaning, if a mechusr kippurim who is allowed to eat truma is not allowed to eat Kodesh, right? He's possible to Kodesh. So, um, a shlishi letuma, which is more stringent in that when it comes to truma, it's possible. Certainly then it should make a revi'i when it comes to Kodshim to be possible as your vi, so that is how Rabbi learns that there's a concept of revi um, when it that uh, when it comes to kodesh. 
ולמדנו שלישי לקודש מן התרי ורביעי מקל וחומר. And we learn out a shlishi when it comes to Kodesh from the Torah. It said we're about to quote a pasuk. And the revi'i from the Kavachomer that we just um, learned via the Mechusar um, Kippur. Shlishi la Kodesh minatoy minolon. How do we know about shlishi when it comes to uh, Kodesh? How, where do we see it? Where do we know that from the Torah? Dixiv, as the pasuk says, Ve'abosser asher yigam b'choltomei that any bosser, now this Pasuk is talking about Psar Shlomim. This Pasuk is talking about a Korban Shlomim, which of course is Kodesh. Kodshim Kalim. Asher Yiga Bechol that will touch any Tumah. Now the Torah writes about Rishon Tumah, Sheni Tumah. And we're saying that any Korbanis, any Kodesh, any Korban meat, any Shlomim meat, that touches any kind of Kodesh, any kind of, any kind of uh, Tumah, whether it's a Rishon Latuma, Sheni Latuma, Vabasa Shiga Bechol Tome, Lo Yeochel, cannot be eaten. So Milo Askino Dinoga Besheni, are we not talking about even if it touches a Sheni Latuma, it cannot be eaten, it becomes Tome? Vamurachmona, Lo Yeochel, it's saying that you can't eat it. So we see that there's a concept, right, if this Besar Shlomim touches a Sheni, it becomes a Shlishi. So we see that there's Shlishi Latuma when it comes to a Kodesh. And then the Revi'i, when it comes to Kodesh, is uh, from the Kavachomer that we said from the Mechosur Kippur. Fine. Rabbi Yechnod says, I don't understand Yossi's Kavachomer to say that um, there's a Revi'i by Kodesh, right? Bribi is a, is like a, a way of, you know, like the God of Lador, Rabbi Yossi, of course, Nimuko Imoy, as, as we learned about, I believe, in Masech uh, Ruven. Fine. Rabbi Yossi, you know, Allah, Rabbi Yossi, Mechaverev. Okay. Sharei Tshuvasui B'Tzidoi. We have a kasha. Oichel Abba, Machmas, Tvul Yom, Yochiach. Says, says Rabbi Yochanan, let me ask you a kasha from Ochel Abamachmas Tvulyom. Where am I? Shepasal Betruma, that it's possible when it comes to Truma. Ve'eno Osir Viba Kodesh, Barapapapara, that Rabbi Yochanan asks a kasha. Rabbi Yochanan asks a kasha. What about Food that a Tvulyom touches, right? So a Tvulyom is, is generally assumed to have a status of a, of a Sheni Latuma. And a Tvulyom touches food, Sheposel Betruma, that, that food would be a Shlishi, it would be Posel Betruma, Ve'eno Osir Bakodesh, and it does not make Revi Bakodesh. So the whole thing with, um, so, so Rabiosi's whole thing was that, well, Mechusr Kippurim is Mutter Betruma, and yet, it's he's also his puzzle when it comes to kodesh. When it comes to kodesh, so then certainly a shlishi, which is puzzle by truma, and therefore it's more stringent. Certainly, it should make a revi'i by kodesh. But Rabbi Yochanan asks, but what about food that was touched by a um, a tvul yom? That that tvul yom is puzzle when it comes to truma, and it does not make a revi'i by kodesh. So we, so therefore, I would argue that just like this food that was touched by a tvulyom does not create, a, does not make a revi'i bakodesh. So also a shlishi, which, um, we, we, I mean, sorry, the, the, well, not sorry, but the, 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 the food that was touched by a tvulyom, which is possible by truma, I don't remember if I said that, which is possible by truma, and yet it does not make a revi'i bakodesh. So I would say also that this food that is a shlishi, which is possible by truma, also does not make a revi'i by Kodesh. Detanian, and what, what is this? How do we know that it does not make a revi'i by Kodesh? Detanian is within the price of Abashol, Omer says Abashol, Tvul Yom. That if you have a Tvul Yom, Tchila le Kodesh. So we treat a Tvul Yom as, as a, as, it's a Marishon when it comes to Kodesh. When it comes to, uh, yeah, Korbonis. The Tamishnaim v'lif Solechon. That it will make two levels of Tumah and one level of Psul, right? So if you have, 
a a tvuyo who ta- so he's like a, a rishon with regard to kodesh and he touches uh, other koda uh, uh, and he touches uh, 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 kodesh so it becomes a sheni if that kodesh touches other kodesh it becomes a shlishi and if that kodesh touches other kodesh it becomes a revi. Reb Meir says Reb Meir mitame echad says Reb Meir that knows uh, like a sheni that is mitame one level to be a shlishi and then it's posel by revi. Ba'chachomim omim, but the chachomim argue and say k'shem she'posel ochle trume umashke trume, just like a tvulyom makes um, trume posel as a shlishi, kach posel ochle kodesh umashke kodesh. It also makes a, a kodesh posel at the shlishi level. It cannot become a revi'i. So therefore, Rabbi Yochanan says that if a tvulyom touches Kodesh, it becomes Pasul as a Shlishi, not a Revi'i. And therefore, Rabbi Yochanan argues that, hey, Rabbi Yossi, I would argue that food that's a Shlishi would be unable to make Revi'i by um, Kodesh. Maskifla Rab Pope. Maskifla Rab Pope. Did I skip? No, I didn't. Maskiflor Reb Papi, but Reb Papi asks Akasha and Reb Yechanan. Mi maid Reb Yesi kirabonun svirale. Ho 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 ho. Why? How do you know that Reb Yosi holds like the Rabbanon that there's no such thing as a Revi'i by Kodesh when it comes to the Tvulyom? Dilma kaba shaul svirale. Maybe Reb Yosi holds like Abba shaul the Omar. That Abba Shaul says that there is Be'etzim Revi'i when it comes to Kodesh. And maybe Rabbi Yossi holds like Abba Shaul that if a Tvul Yom, right, that a Tvul Yom can be Metame Shtaim Ufosel Echod, i.e., a Tvul Yom can make Revi'i. And therefore, since Rabbi Yossi uh, holds uh, like Abba Shol, that a Tvulyom can make a Revi'i, so then it also makes sense to say that a, a Shlishi uh, can make a Revi'i, right? Ochel Shlishi can make a Revi'i as well. Isakadaitich Kabba Shol Svirile, but then the Gemara says, Meh, the Gemara says to Papa, Meh, because, because if it enters your mind that Rabbi Yossi holds like Abba Shol, well, if that's the case, then Rabbi Yossi should not have learned out from Mechusr Kippurim that a, a Revi'i, that there's a Revi'i by Kodesh. He should have learned it out from uh, um, food that a, um, that a, um, a Tvulyom touches. That if uh, a tvulyom touches food, the tvulyom gufe mutter bechulin. A tvulyom is allowed to eat chulin, but the food that he touches or might osirvi bakodesh is able to make a revi when it comes to kodesh. So even though the tvulyom is mutter bechulin, but any food that he touches would be able to make a revi. When it comes to Kodesh, right? So meaning if a Tvuyom, according to Abishol, if a Tvuyom touches Kodesh, it would become a Shani. If it touches other Kodesh, it would become a Shlishi. If that Kodesh touches other Kodesh, it would become a Revi. So even though the Tvuyom himself is able to eat Chulin, but any food that is touched by the Tvuyom would be able to make a Revi'i. Shlishi, Abamachmas Shani. A Shlishi that became Tomei from a Shani. The sheni gufe oser bechulin. That when it comes to chulin, a sheni is oser, right? It's possible when it comes to to chulin. A sheni chulin right, uh, is possible as a sheni. Enudin sheoservi bakodesh. So then, certainly this shlishi, which became tame from a sheni, which is possible, certainly this shlishi should be able to make a revi when it comes to kodesh. Okay, so again, so if you have the ochel abamachmas tvulyom, that the tvulyom is mutter by um, trume, that, uh, I'm sorry, by chulin, right? That a tvulyom is mutter by chulin, and yet, 
the ochel that he touches is able to eventually create a revi. So this ochel shlishi that came from a sheni, that the sheni is possible when it comes to chulin, and therefore it's more stringent than a tvuyom. Certainly, this food that that that, that became tummy, the shlishi food that became tummy from a sheni, would be able to make a revi when it comes to kodesh. But maybe you'll say no. You can't. You don't bring a proof from tvuyom because you can ask my tvuyom shekin avatoma. You can't bring a proof from a tvuyom because a tvuyom is an avatoma, right? Maybe he was a zav and he went to the mikveh. A zav is an avatoma. But. Um, uh, Rabbi Yossi initially brought his proof from a Mechusar Kippurim, and who's the Mechusar Kippurim? Could also be a Zav, who's an Avatumah, right? And therefore, uh, you know, there's no problem with, right? Don't bring me kashas from the fact that a Tvulyom is an Avatumah, right? Was an Avatumah. So also a, a Mechusar Kippurim was an Avatumah. So, so therefore that, so that wouldn't be a good kasha. So, 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 no. So Rabbi Yochanan had said, I don't understand Rabbi Yossi's opinion. Rabbi Yossi learns that from Mechusar Kippurim, but why not learn it out from uh, 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 to say that it's taka not okay like the like the rabbis. So Reb Papa said, well maybe he holds like Reb Yossi. To which the Gemara says, yeah, but it's it's schwer to say. Uh, no, Reb Yossi holds like Abashol, but it's schwer to say that he holds like Abashol because then he should have learned it out from from Tvoyom rather than Mechusukipur. So Reb Yochanan has a kash. He says he doesn't understand Reb uh, Reb Yossi's opinion. All right, fine. Moving on, moving on, moving on. Friends, how you doing there? How's, uh, don't, don't worry, friends. This next sugya is hard. This next sugya is hard. But after this next next sugya, it's easy. And we're talking gonna after this next sugya, we're gonna wrap up. Hopefully, the um, fifth parak. If I'm not drained, but hopefully I shouldn't be drained. And then, um, and then, and then we're done with this tuma entire business. But again. It's next sugi after hot cup. Omer Rav Asi Omer Ruv Vamila Omer Rav Ben Isi Omer Rav Reb Meir Vireb Yosi Vireb Yoshua Vireb Elazar Vireb Eliezer Kulu Svira Luhu Dein Sheni Osa Shlishi Bechulin All of these five Tanoim Reb Meir Reb Yosi Reb Yoshua Reb Elazar Reb Eliezer They all hold Dein Sheni Osa Shlishi Bechulin that a sheni does not make a shlishi when it comes to chulin, right? As we know, it doesn't go past sheni when it comes to chulin. Chulin can be a, right, chulin food can be a rishin, can be a sheni, cannot be a shlishi, cannot be a revi. Right, so they all hold that a sheni does not make a shlishi when it comes to chulin. Reb Meir did not. How do we know that this is Reb Meir's opinion? As we learn in a Mishnah, that anything that requires, uh, that needs to go to the mikvah, midirabonon, and is, is considered a sheni latuma, mitame as a kodesh, so it makes uh, kodesh tame, and that will be a shlishi, which could then be posel kodesh as a revi. Ufosel as a truma, if it touches truma, it will be a shlishi, which is posel. When it comes to truma, truma cannot be a revi. Umutur bechulin, and uh, if it touches chulin, that chulin will be just fine. Uvimaiser as well as Maiser. Divre Meir, that's with Meir's opinion. Vachacham Oslim, but Maiser was the Chacham say that if uh, this Chulin that's a Shani touches Maiser Shani, sorry, Maiser Shani, so then um, so then um, it will be possible. Fine, Beseder. But we see that when it comes to Chulin, at least everybody agrees um, that Shani does not make a Shlishi. And yeah, in Echanam, we said Reb, Yos, Reb Meir specifically earlier, but it's Reb Meir and also the Rabbanon, but we don't know which rabbis those are, so we mentioned Reb Meir, but Kilu, the, the rabbis in this Machlokas say that uh, Sheni does not make a Shlishi by Chulin. Reb Yossi, Reb Yossi, that which we said earlier, knew that Reb Yossi had said that there's a Revi'i when it comes to Kodesh, and he brought it from a Kavachomer from a Chusr Kippurim. Who could remind me what that Kavachomer is? That if a mechusser kipurim is mutter when it comes to trume, and yet he's a, a, it's possible, right? It's possible when it comes to kodesh. So then certainly shlishi, which is uh, possible when it comes to uh, um, trume, so then certainly it should make a revi'i when it comes to kodesh. But if you say that a uh, shlishi 
that, that a sheni makes a shlishi when it comes to chulin, then that would have to mean that the shlishi then makes a revi'i when it comes to um, uh, truma, which means that you'd be, right, you, so then shlishi would not be possible when it comes to tru, uh, 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 um, uh, truma. A revi'i would be possible when it comes to truma. And a chamishi would be possible when it comes to kodesh, which would mean that you'd have to move everything down, right? You'd basically, the kavachom would have to be that if mechusr kipurim is mutter by truma, and yet he's possible when it comes to Kodesh. So then you'd have to say that a, uh, um, a Shlishi, which is possible by Trume, can make, no, a Revi, which is possible by Trume, can make a Chamishi by Kodesh, right? So Adamar, so the Im Isay, right? If so, that a Sheni can make a Shlishi by Chulin, so then he would have to say that a Revi, which is possible by Chuma, can make a Chamishi by Kodesh, but he doesn't say that, which means that Mimele holds that a Sheni does not make a Shlishi when it comes to Chulin. Rabbi Yoshua, how do you know that Rabbi Yoshua holds that a Sheni does not make a Shlishi when it comes to Chulin de Tnan, as we learn in a Mishnah? Rabbi Eliezer Omer says, says Rabbi Lazar Omer, no, Rabbi Eliezer Omer says, the Halika Rabbi Eliezer been working us, Ha'ochel ochel rishin rishin. If a fellow eats food that's a rishin latuma, he himself becomes a rishin latuma. Sheni sheni. If he eats food that's a sheni latuma, he himself becomes a sheni latuma. Shlishi shlishi. If he eats food that's a shlishi latuma, he himself becomes a shlishi latuma. Rabbi Yeshua Omer says, Rabbi Yeshua, ochel ochel rishin ve ochel sheni. If a fellow eats either food that's a rishin or food that's a sheni sheni, so he himself is a sheni shlishi. If he eats food that's a shlishi, sheni bakodesh, so um, he will be a sheni in order to be mitame kodesh, to be a shlishi. Ve'en sheni betruma. And there's no... Uh, wait, so back up again. So if he eats food that's a shlishi, he becomes sheni with regards to being mitame kodesh. Ve'en sheni betruma, but if he won't be mitame or I think even posel truma according to Rabbi Yeshua. That, I think that's how I understand it. That Rabbi Yeshua is saying that he would not make a, sh- a shlishi when it comes to truma at all. Okay. Now, when we say that if you eat food that's a shlishi, it makes you a sheni. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? Bechulin shenaisu al tyrus truma. That's talking about chulin. What that means is, there were some people, particularly Kohanim, I think, but I think even just a lot of other people also, that they would, that they would treat everything stringently, basically, right? Meaning, chulin, right? Theoretically, if chulin is a is a shlishi, there's no such thing as a shlishi by chulin, so you'd be able to eat it, right? But because if it was truma, it would be a problem. And in order to avoid a situation where you have truma becoming a shlishi and you end up eating it, and you can't, you know, eating truma tmei is a problem. I think it's it's a chiyuv karis if you do it on purpose. So, 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 therefore, there were people who would just, even though, yeah, chulin is less stringent, but they would, they would, they would, they, they would treat chulin as if it was truma, altiris truma. They would treat everything as if it was truma, just to make sure that they avoid a situation where they accidentally eat truma tmei. So therefore, when, we, when we're talking about a shlishi over here, we're not talking about an actual shlishi because we're talking about chulin. And there is no shlishi when it comes to chulin. But we're talking about chulin that you're treating altiris truma. You're treating it with the same level of stringency as if it was truma. And therefore, you're treating the shlishi, even though it's chulin, you're, 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 you're treating it as tameh. And we're saying it's bechulin shenaisu altiris truma. We're talking about chulin that you're treating as if it was truma, and therefore, you know, it's, it's, it, we're treating it as, as a, you know, if it became a shlishi, even though if it was chulin, it wouldn't actually be tameh, but because you're treating altiris truma, you're, you're, tre- you're, 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 you know, you're assuming that it's, uh, you're treating it as if it was, it was tameh. So altiris truma in, yes, chulin that you're being stringent with and treating as if it was tameh. Now, Dennis, the next three words say altiris akodesh, but Rashi says a different gear, which is, Chulin gride low, but regular chulin that you're not treating altiris akodesh, so that would be um, that that would not be tummy, that would be tahor, right? So therefore, when it comes to chulin that you're not treating altiris hakod atruma, so then um, if you have sheni that that touches chulin, it will not become a shlishi. 
Alma Kosovar and Shani also Shlishi Bukhun, so we see that Rabbi Yeshua holds that a Shani does not make a Shlishi when it comes to Chulin Viter. Rabbi Lazar, the Tanya Rabbi Lazar says, Rabbi Lazar, Shloshtan Shabbin, that with regard to the following thing, three things, they're all the same. Harishan Sheba Kodesh, Harishan of Kodesh, Sheba Chulin, Sheba Chuma, Harishan of Kodesh, Chulin, Chuma, they're all the same in regard with, uh, to the extent that. That when it comes to Kodesh, right, if this Rishin, whether it's a Rishin of Kodesh, whether it's a Rishin of Chulim, whether it's a Rishin of Truman, if it touches, if it, it comes in contact with Kodesh, it will be that it will make a Shani and a Shlishi and finally a Revi'i. And if it comes in contact with Chuma, so it'll be Metami Echod Ufosel Echod, i.e. it will make a Shani and then a Shlishi and that's it. Ufosel Echod Bechulin. And when it comes to Chulin, it's only posel one level, right? If you have a Rishin that touches Chulin, it'll become a Shani and that's it. So we see that according to Rabbi Lazar, a Shani, it ends there. A Shani does not make a Shlishi when it comes to Chulin. Rabbi, Allah, Rabbi Eliezer, and finally, how do we know that Rabbi Eliezer holds that a Shani does not make a Shlishi when it comes to Chulin? Ditnan, as we learn in a Mishnah. Rabbi Eliezer, Amos says, Rabbi Eliezer, friends, this is complicated. Chala niteles minatahora alatmeya. Ho, ho. Who can tell me what chala is? Chala is that if you have a, a dough, and if you have you have dough, and you have to separate one uh, twenty fourth of the dough, um, and that goes to the coin. We treat it as truma. So so you have one twenty fourth of the uh, okay. So you separate one twenty fourth of the dough. Fine. Now if the dough is tame, so then it's one forty eighth of the dough. Now if a person deliberately now what what, what Rabbi Lezer is commenting on is a situation where a fellow deliberately made the dough tame. And, we're, and, and, and he's saying that if you deliberately make the, the dough tame, you don't, you don't separate the chala from the tame dough. You separate the chala from tahor dough. If you have tahor dough, you have to separate the chala of the tame dough. You separate it from the from tahor dough and you say, I'm separating this chala uh, you know, on behalf of the tame dough. So, so, so you have to separate it from tahor dough. Okay, fine. Fine. So now, Ketzat, so how do you do this? Right? You have Tomei dough, and now you're separating Chala, but not from it, from a, from different dough. How does that work? So, Shtei Isos, Achas Torah, Vachas Tomei. So you have these two doughs. One is Torah, one is Tomei. Notel Kedei Chala Meiso Shelo Hurma Chalaso. So what you do is, you, you have, so again, you have the Tomei dough, which you deliberately made Tomei, and now we're saying don't separate Chala to give to the coin from there, rather separate Chala from, the, from Tahor dough. Now this must be Tahor dough that has not yet have, had its Chala separated, because if it already had Chala separated, well then it's no longer Chayev and Chala, it's potter, right? you already separated Chala from it, and therefore it's Potter from Chala, and you can't separate, right, now you have this Tomei dough, which is Chayev and Chala, and this Tahor dough, which is potter from chala, because you already separate it, you can't separate from potter to be motzi the chayev. So therefore, you it must be that this tahor dough had has not yet had chala separated from it. Okay, fine. Vinosein pochis mikibeya beemtso mukov. Friends, do you hear this? So what you do is you you from the tahor dough you separate the equivalent of what you need to separate for Chala on behalf of the Tomei dough. And then what you do is, you chop another shtickle from the Tahor dough, and you, and you uh, press it, you, you connect it to the Tomei dough. Because the point is that when, you know, it's a funny thing that we're doing, right? You have this dough that's Tomei, and it needs to, you need to separate Chala, but you're not separating Chala from the Tomei. Uh, you need to separate Chala, but you're not separating the Chala from the Tomei dough, which needs to be separated from. You're separating it from the Tahor dough. But we really want, essentially, to connect the two doughs together, or at least connect the Chala that you're separating to the Tomei dough, so that the Chala that you're separating is, is part of the Tomei dough. But you can't actually connect this chala to the tamei dough because then it would become tamei. So what you do is you chop another shtickle from the from the tahor dough, and that you press to the tamei dough, and then you take what you separated as chala and you 
connect that to the connector, to this connecting piece of dough, and then it's all considered like one big dough, and yet what you're separating as challah remains tahor, because it's not directly touching the tame dough, it's touching this, 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 this intermediary which is touching the tame dough. Now, there's more to the story. You might be thinking, but if the tame dough is touching the intermediary, which is touching the, the what you separate as challah, wouldn't that become tame as well? First of all, it's part of the homachlokas. But one important thing is that it said, pachos mi kebeya. Did I read that? Right? Ben saying, pachos mi kebeya That's important that it's less than a, than, than a beya. That less than a, um, um, a kebeza does not um, um, uh, tra- transmit tumah. So if you have, right, tumah sa ochlin, if you have something that is less than a, than a beitza, so it, it can become tame, but it can't transfer tumah sa ochlin. And therefore, because this intermediary is less than a, than a, than a beitza, so when you press it to the tame dough, so yeah, it becomes tame, but when you take what you separate as challah and press that to this intermediary, the challah, that what you separate as challah does not become Tame, because it's not touching the tame dough, it's touching this intermediary. And while the intermediary is tame, but because it's less than a, than an, than a beitza, it won't transfer tuma to what you separated as chala, which is touching it. And that way, you know, what you separated as chala is still connected to the tame dough, but also remains tower. But chacham osum, chacham say that nisht. Chacham say you can't uh, do this. Vitanya kebeitza. And we learned in the Brisa that interestingly, um, the same achlokas would apply even to a beitza. That Rabbi Eliezer would say that actually the intermediary piece can even be the size of a beitza. Big chiddush. The intermediary piece can even be an egg's worth, which means that it's capable of transferring tumah, and yet you can use it as an intermediary. You can have the dough, which is tameh, and then connect this other piece of dough, which is the size of a egg, which is capable of transferring tumah, and connect that to the tame dough. And then take what you separated as chala and separate and connect that to the intermediary. And Rabbi Yezir says that that would still be acceptable. So savrua idi ve'idi be'isari shona, and we're assuming that in both the the the, the Mishnah, which is the first uh, um, right, 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 right. Every, everything up to Vitanya Kibetza, so everything up until then, everything we've been talking about is, is, is now a Mishnah, it was a Mishnah, and then we said Vitanya Kibetza, that can even be a Kibetza. So in both the Mishnah and the Brisa, we're talking about where the dough is a Rish in the Tumah, and Vichulin Atvulin Lechala Loki Chala Damu, and dough, which has not yet had sep- uh, 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 Chala separated from it, is um uh, 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 um um uh, does not is not considered like chala with regard to um tuma. It's not considered like truma, like chala is a type of truma, it's not considered like truma with regard to um tuma. So therefore it's considered like chulin. It's considered like chulin. And when you separate it, right, so again, so we have the tame dough, and we're saying that that that, that tummy dough is a rishin. And then you have this other dough, the tower dough that that you're separating chala from. That tower dough it's just considered like chulin. And when you separate the challah from it, that's going to be for the tame dough, what you separate it is, it still remains chulin until you say this is challah. But you haven't yet said this is challah. So it's still chulin what you separated and you're intending to use as challah. But it's still chulin. So now, my lab, welcome ifliki. So again, so both Rabbi Yezir and the Chacham agree that the first dough what? That the tame dough is a rish in the tumah. And they also both agree that what you separated for chala is chulin right, right now. Until, until you say this is chala, it, it's, it's going to be chulin. So now, So let's say that the machloikes between Rabbi Eliezer and the Chacham is Demar sover ein sheini oseshlishi bechulin that Rabbi Eliezer holds that a sheni cannot make a shlishi by chulin. Remember, what we separated as chala has not yet been called chala yet, so it's still chulin. The dough that's tameh, we're saying, is a rish on the tumah. 
it's then touching the intermediary, which becomes a Shani Latuma, and Rabbi Eliezer says it can even be a Kibetza, which means that it's capable of transferring Tumah. But, because what you separated as Chala is still Chulin, and Ein Shani Osa Shlishi B'Chulin, so this dough which is Tameh, as a Rishin, which is now touching the intermediary, which becomes a Shani, but it stops there because that Shani is unable to transfer Tumah to the other, to the, what you separate as Chala, which is Chulin, and it would, it, it, there's no uh, shlishi when it comes to chulin. Umar Savar, whereas the Chacham holds, Sheni also shlishi b'chulin. Whereas the Chacham say that a Sheni can make a shlishi by chulin, and therefore you can't do it. Because the dough that's a rishin, which is touching the intermediary to make it a Sheni, will then make what you separated for chala a shlishi, and, and that's obviously not okay. So Omer Rav Mari Breder of Kahana, so Rav Mari Breder of Kahana says not necessarily actually the Chuli Alma ain't Sheni Osa Shlishi B'Chulin. Actually, everybody, even the Chachamim hold that a Sheni does not make a Shlishi when it comes to Chulin. So if that's the case, then what are they concerned about? So Vehocho B'Chulin Hatvulin Lechalo Komiflege. Well, here the question is. How do you relate to this um, um, dough that's tahor, that's chulin, but hasn't yet had chala separated from it? Do you treat it uh, with the same stringency as chala itself? So my sovereign kichala damu. So the chacham say that we have to treat what was separated for chala as chala, and therefore we have to treat it. It's, it's truma, and therefore. It's not a question of is a Shani making a Shlishi by Chulin, it's a question of is a Shani making a Shlishi by Truman. The answer is yes. So therefore, the, right, so the Chachomim are saying that Kichala Damu, that we have to treat this, this dough that was separated for Chala as Chala, and therefore with the, the Tuma stringencies of Chala, which is Truma, and therefore the dough that's a Rishin, which is touching the intermediary to make it a Shani, if that Shani now touches this Chala, it's going to make it a shlishi. And even if the sheni is less than a kibetza, the Chacham would say it's a problem because we're concerned that what if it, what if you make a mistake and it is a kibetza. So that's, that's why the Chacham would say that it's a problem because we're concerned about the sheni making a shlishi by chala. Umay Savar, whereas Rabbi Eliezer holds, loke chala damu, that we're not going to treat this uh, piece that we separated as chala and it's and it's chulin and therefore we're not concerned. That's why it's okay. Vibay same alternatively, duchuli ama, duchulin, chulin atvulin chala, loke chala damu. Or you can say that no, both, right, even the rabbis hold that this would not, we would not treat this uh, chala as chala, it would be chulin. Well, then what's the concern? Well, we're not concerned about the chala. Also, also, a sheni does not make a shlishi, but it's not about the chala, it's about the intermediary. Because by touching the intermediary to the tamay dough, you're making the intermediary tamay. And the question is, can you do that? Can you make this? Is, are you allowed to make this intermediary tummy? My sovereign mutter ligram tumma lechulin shabayat Yisrael. Rabbi Yezer holds it's permitted. You can touch this intermediary to the tummy dough, and it's okay to make the intermediary tummy. My sovereign also ligram tumma lechulin shabayat Yisrael. Whereas the Chacham said, no, you can't do that. You can't take tower dough. And just touch it to a tamei dough and make it tamei. You know, it's Yisrael. You can't do that. And therefore the Chacham say it's Osir. Uh, but we see that definitely Rabbi Yezer and possibly even the Chacham hold that a Shani does not make, it sounds like we're saying the Chacham as well hold, that a Shani does not make a Shlishi by Chulin. Alright, there we go, friends. And with that we wrap up the um, the, the uh, Tuma entire stuff. The mice of the rest, I think I'm, I want to go weiter and, and just try to finish this parak because... We've been like a shtickle. I've been like not doing. I don't want to fall behind. And I just, let's just finish the parak. And then tomorrow we'll just start at the beginning of the next parak. I think that's what we're gonna do. I think we're gonna do a whole parak in tomorrow's daf. That's the plan, anyways. And anyways, the the rest of the parak is takazeir shane. I think that means it's very nice. All right. So now, um, okay. Says the gemara. So. Right, uh, we had said in the Mishnah that 
I'm a chokas between. I think it was Rabbi Kivin or Rabbi I think about how do you how do you relate to the the um the the area outside the city of the Levites. Rabbi Akiva said that we learned that the two thousand Amr is referring to Tchum Shabbos, and um, I think it was Rabbi Yossi Aglili. Should I look it up? Um, let's see, Rabbi Yossi Aglili. Yeah, says that one thousand uh, Amis was uh, um, a recreational space, and and uh, uh, one thousand Amis was for um, fields and orchards. So now, so now. What's the machlokas? My sovereign Tchumin the Raisu, my sovereign Oh, that's big. That Rabbi Kiva holds that Tchum Shabbos is Midoraisa. And he learns it from the from this area outside the Levite cities. That when it says 2000 Amas, it's referring to Tchum Shabbos. So we, that, that's how we see that Tchum Shabbos is Taka Midoraisa. Whereas Rabbi Yosei says Nisht. Tchum Shabbos is not Doraisa. And therefore, it's obviously not talking about Tchum Shabbos. It's talking about uh, 1000 Amas of, uh, of open space and 1000 Amas of Fine. Ho 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 ho. Then on that day, Rabbi Kiva taught. Bisha to all Yisrael minayom that when the Yidden came out of the uh, sea of reeds, nasnu the name lomashira. So they said shira. They um, they praised the Abishter. They sang a song. How did they say Shira? Like an adult who is um, leading the halal. And the people would answer after uh, Moses um, um, the, the beginnings of the beginning of Moses said And they responded Moshe said, Moses says, Hashem, and they say, Hashem. It's like, a, it's like a little guy who's leading the halal. And they respond after him, whatever he's saying. Moshe Omar, Moses said, Hashem, and they said, Hashem. Moshe Omar, Moses said, and they respond. He go God. They respond whatever he says. Reb Nechemia says Reb Nechemia is so far pious al shma like a malamit tinoikis like like a fellow teacher who is um, being pious al shma bebeis aknesses. What does that mean? Shu poseach tchile veinon acharav acharav that he that the way that that works is he starts them off. He starts everybody off and then everybody you know and then everybody you know like he'll start with the brachas and he'll say it out loud and then everybody else says the brachas and then they all read the rest together. So, so Moses started them off, and Rashi says something pretty gewaldic. Ah, I told Rabdavid Weinberg that I would give him a shout out that we were talking studying this Gemara at the Chasana. By the way, Rabdavid, if you're listening to this, you should know I spared you. You should know Rabdavid, because I hadn't yet learned Daf, uh, I hadn't yet learned Daf Lamir Daf, Daf yet, all the Tumah and Tyre and stuff. I gave you the fun stuff. I sat next to you. I said, yeah, come, let's learn some famous agaditas together. I didn't say, come, let's try to figure out if a shady makes a shlishi by chulin. So, but then again, you know, we, we, we help each other. I helped you out by giving you the good stuff. You helped me out by being my chavrusa. Instead of having a good time with the other people. All right. So, 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 shkayich rabdavro weinberg. And and uh, of course his brother Rib Josh helped us out yesterday. Oh my gosh, it's driving me nuts with ChatGPT. Okay, fine. Now, where am I? God, I'm telling you, my some what's going on with my nose? Uh, can somebody come over here and just like rub my nose for me while I record? Then I wouldn't have to do it. All right, where am I? So they don't Okay, Oh, so what are they? Uh, are you know what's what are they arguing about? Right, Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Yosei Aglili, Rabbi Nechemia. So Rabbi Akiva, so Rabbi Akiva holds Lamor Amilso Kamaisa. Then when it says Lamor, right, that uh, that 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 the people will essentially repeat. It's talking about the first right, Ashir Hashem. So, so they would always go back to the first thing. 
Yosef thought understands lamer as being at every phrase, every phrase that Moses said they would say. That when it says vayomru means that they all said it together. Lamer the pasach Moshe Bereisha when it says lamer it means that Moses started them off. So Moses started them off, and then everybody else read it together from from you know the rest of it. When the Yidin came out of uh, the, Amsu, uh, the Sea of Reeds, they uh, wanted to sing a nigan. How did they say? How did they say Shira? Olel mutol al birke imo. A young little fellow was sitting on his mother's knees. And an even younger little fellow was nursing. When they saw the divine presence, the young fellow lifted up his neck. And the younger fellow stopped nursing. And they and they said, This is my God, and I will glorify him. From the mouths of the of the young fellows and the younger fellows, you established strength. David Weinberg, I get you. Know, this is the Gemara I learned with you, not Shani and Shlishi. That even fetuses in their mother's bellies said Shira said sang the song. Even fetuses that were unborn fetuses sang the song. Um, at the Sea of Reeds, says, that even that, right, that 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 they bless the Abishter even from the source, even from the womb. Oh, so uh, uh, Rabbi Yoshua ben Orkinus died in that day that Eov served God out of love, out of love, and he brought it from the parsha from the pasuk. What did it say? It says um, um, the pasuk. Says Heinik Tuluni Lo Ayachel, right? That either that right, 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 that even if he Heinik Tuluni Lo Ayachel, that even if he kills me, I will still uh, pine for him. So now the kasha is: was it Lo Ayachel to him, or or Lo with an Aleph? I will not. So that was the Shaila. So then Velechze Hi Lo Iblamad Aleph Ksiv Lohu Iblamad Vav Ksiv Lohu. Just look at how it's spelled, friends. If it's spelled with an aleph, it means no. If it's spelled with an avav, it means him. It means yes, basically, to him. But one second, just because it's written lamed aleph, that doesn't necessarily mean that we understand it to mean no. When the Pasuk says that whenever the yin are in a tight spot, it's it's painful. Or whenever the yidn are in pain, it's painful for God. But it says lo. It says with an aleph. So do you understand it as what? When the yidn are in pain, the abishter is not in pain. Yeah, yeah. When the yidn are in pain, the abishter is not in pain. But it says in that pasuk that umalach uh, and that the that the abishter saves them. Meaning because he's in pain, he saves them from it. So, so when it says and it says with Lamed Aleph, no, it means low, Lamed Vav, it means to him that when the Yidin are pained, the Abishter is pained. And therefore he saves us. So therefore, you know, if you have a, you know, if it's written Lamed Aleph, it could mean no, it could mean him. So, so, uh, so uh, it can go both ways. Depends on on the context. Tanya, we learn a verse of Meir Omesis of Meir. Nemer Yireh Elokim Beiov. It says a God fearing individual by Eov. Nemer Yireh Elokim Ba'avrom. And it says a God fearing individual by Abraham. My Yireh Elokim Ba'omer Ba'avrom Me'ahava. Just like when it says Yireh Elokim by Avrom Avinu, it means out of love. Af Yireh Elokim Ba'omer Be'iov Me'ahava. Also, when it says Yireh Elokim by Eov, it means out of love. Avram Gufe Minolan. How do you know that that right, that Abraham served God out of love? The seed of Abraham who loved me. My Ika Ben Osimi Ahavel Osimi Yirva. 
Mira. What's the difference between somebody who serves the Abishter out of love uh, rather than somebody who serves the Abishter out of fear? And Rashi points out that this is different than what we said the other day, where that law serving God, you know, out of love and out of fear is 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 not ideal. Um, over there, it was talking about where you're serving God only because you love getting schar, you love getting reward, or because you're scared to get punished. But here, it's talking about um, you know love. Right? What does Rashi say? Um, that you just love the Abishter. You're also Shemora Ugadul Musa Albiros, that God is so awesome that he is that he, that, that his awe is on the people. So 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 what's the difference between somebody who serves God out of love uh, versus somebody who serves God out of fear? Ika or out of awe. So Ika uh Hadatani Rabshim bin Alazar, Omer. The following Bryce of Rabshim bin Alazar says, Godul Oisimiahava Yosem bin Oisimir. Uh, it's greater to serve God out of love than out of fear. She's a the elef door, she's a the alafim door. Because one has ramifications for um, 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 one thousand years, and the other for two thousand years. So it says by love la alafim, right? It's also chesed. He does kindness la alafim for thousands of uh, uh, generations. Le ohavai for those who love me. Uh, and for those who fear me, betzim. But for those who love me, it says a thousand. Balsam seven. It says by um, uh, fear, ule shomrei mitzvosai leelavdor. That those who fear uh, uh, my mitzvahs for a thousand generations. So we saw that by love, it was uh, uh, two thousand, and by fear, it was one thousand. Hosum nami ksev leihavai leihavav ule shomrei mitzvosav. But also by a thousand years, it says to those who love him as well as those who fear him, essentially. So maybe love is also for a thousand years. Yeah, but you have to compare it to that which is closer, right? If you look at the first puzzle, it says, So we see that, that love is, is, is juxtaposed to thousand, whereas in the last puzzle, it says, Door, so and 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 in that last pasuk where it mentions love, but um, it also it, it, the 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 fear is the one that's connected to the thousand. Okay, so if you serve God out of love, so there will be kindness for two thousand generations, but out of fear, it's one thousand generations. Highly the samachay, highly the samachay. Fine. Hanu trei talmidei davuyazve kame de rove. There were two students sitting in front of Rove. Chad Omar lei ikarion bechalmoi. One student says that I saw in a dream the following verse, that there's givaldigest stuff that you've saved for those who fear you. So he's basically he's saying that he's dreaming about fearing God. The other one says that it appeared to me in my dream. And, the, and, the, and, and this pasuk says, talks about those who 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 love your name. Those who love your name. So it's a pasuk about loving God. Omer lehu. So Rav says, Tavaychu Rabbonon Tzadike Gmure Atun Mar Me'ahava Mar Me'ir. Rav says, you're both big tzadikim. One is a tzadik me'ahava, one is a tzadik me'ira, but both big tzadikim nonetheless. Hajun Oloch Kshim Shamayim. We'll come back to Kshim Shamayim. That was a difficult parak, man. Again, let me just remind you. If anybody says, that base of Masech Sota is difficult. You say Daf Choftes and Daf Lamed are much more difficult. Friends, that was Daf Lamed of Masech Sota, And that was also the fifth parak of Masech Sota. Hope you enjoyed. Peace.